0: Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind, a show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of Saint Canard. I am the terror that
1: flaps in the night.
0: And knowing was half the battle. Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host. Tim Nidell. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. Of course, I am your host, Tim Nidell. Follow me online, it's at Saturday Rewind, or also follow me at Tim the Toon Man. I would really appreciate those follows. I've got a pretty cool interview to play for you guys today. If you guys remember last year, around the same time actually, I had Brian Volkweis on, who is the creator of The Toys That Made Us, the successful documentary series on Netflix that talks about all the old toys from the 70s, 80s, and also 90s.
1: Every now and then in my office, I still find myself doing that. (laughs) It opens a door to a whole other world. Lego is a part of everybody's life. Robots in
0: disguise more than meets the eye. To me, it's genius. But he is back with a brand new series, and he's here to tell you all about it. The show was called Discontinued. and it premieres on the CW network December 16th at 9:30 pm. Pacific and Eastern. The show is gonna focus on discontinued foods, toys, businesses, brands, and many other things. And it's hosted by the black nerd himself, Andre. I seriously cannot wait for the show because I love things that have been forgotten. I love discontinued things. Like, personally for me, I can think of a few that I miss from my childhood like the uh, Hi-C Ecto Cooler drink. You guys remember that? I also love the Mr. T cereal, the Nintendo cereal. So many things that have been discontinued that I would hope to see on this show. So anyways, again, the show is called Discontinued. Airs on the CW December 16th at 9.30 p.m. Pacific and Eastern. Brian told me that this is the uh, pilot episode, so it hasn't truly been picked up quite yet by the CW. So if this episode does really well, it's going to keep going on and on and on. So everybody tune in December 16th, 9.30 p.m. for Discontinued. And now here is my interview with the creator himself, Brian Volkweiss. So first I need to say congratulations, huge congratulations on the toys that made us, man. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. It's still surreal um, what the reaction has been. So it it never gets old hearing what you just said. So thank you very much.
0: Yeah, of course. And seriously, you... Put me in my childhood mindset again by watching that show. So, I, I, you and I aren't too far in age, so we grew up on a lot of the same stuff. So, I'm really appreciating what you got throughout there.
1: Uh, that makes me very happy to hear. <laughs> Thank you.
0: But we are not here to talk about Toys That Made Us. Let's talk about your new show, Discontinued. Tell me about it.
1: So, um, Discontinued, a lot of people have been saying to me, oh, so Toys was successful. Did you try and come up with the next thing? And that's discontinued. And the truth is actually the opposite. Um, I came up with discontinued conservatively uh, four years uh, before the toys that made us. Wow. And, you know, in many ways, there's certain things the shows have in common, and there's certain things that they don't have in common. So, you know... For a weird reason, I've always been like this, and I, I couldn't tell you why. But I've always been a a I've always been fascinated with failure. I, I've always <laughs> been really like drawn to, you know, why would something work for 35 years and then all of a sudden no one's buying it yeah. or no one's going there? Like i even as a little kid, I was always interested in that, and. Um, I was in a a vintage, uh, like just a regular vintage store uh, like five, six years ago and uh, they had that uh, robot that Nintendo made uh, for two years, Mm -hmm. uh, Rob, you remember Rob? I sure do. So I I just, I had never had one, I'd actually never seen one and um, I was just like looking at it and I'm like, huh, I forgot about this thing. (laughs) So I did a deep dive when I got home, you know, I Googled it and everything and I, I learned that I knew what it was, I knew the name, but it had only been around for a year and a half and they only made two games. And it just got me thinking, it's amazing to me in our culture that something can permeate like that. and. It was only around for a year and a half. They Mm -hmm. only made two games. (laughs) It was just so weird to me. So that's what my original inspiration was. And then I just started researching all these products, places, companies, even animals that had gone extinct.
0: Oh, interesting. The
1: whole premise of, you know, for 23 years you could go into a blockbuster, whatever you wanted, and then one day you couldn't. Yeah. No, uh, for almost thirty years, every kid had at least one speaking spell, <laughs> and nobody did. So that was the idea, and that's that's really how the show came about, and uh, why we did what we did.
0: What are so, like? What's the most obscure thing in one of the episodes that you can talk about?
1: Well. That goes into something similar to the Toys That Made Us in that, as much as Brian Volkweiss wants to dig into obscurity and, like, you know, if I had done what I wanted with no rules and regulations or caring about eyeballs or profitability for Toys That Made Us, I would have done a whole episode about the toys uh, based on David Lynch's Mm Dune. But uh, believe it or not, uh, You know, Netflix uh, cares about the money they spend and how many people watch. Um, And I want to make more episodes. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that's why I chose, you know, icons. So I did the same thing with Discontinued. Okay. Um, We really, maybe if we're blessed enough to get a fifth or sixth season, we'll get a little bit more obscure. But we really didn't do anything obscure on purpose. We found icons. Awesome. Hopefully, everybody knows from 15 to 60, but maybe they don't know why it's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we tried to do.
0: That's awesome. I was trying to think the other day some items from my childhood that are no longer around. I thought, like, you know, the High C Ecto Cooler for Ghostbusters. I thought of that. Nintendo Cereal. I was a big fan of that growing up. Even the Mr. T Cereal all good stuff just all off the shelves within a matter of years
1: yeah that's right and the other thing i would also say about the show is you know every time we do a show you know i want there to be in common with everything we do you know a real sense of quality and a real sense of research and comedy you know i really want that to always be our trademark mm -hmm. but I always try and find inspiration so that none of our stuff all feels the same. So, okay. the inspiration I used here was one of my favorite shows of all time, um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, and we really, we had a, um, we, we really, had, we had a fun time making this because we really embraced the the goofy kind of wacky nature. Of what our show is about, nothing drives me crazier than kind of a silly, goofy premise, but the show takes it so yeah. seriously. Yep, um, I hate that. So we really found what I think is kind of a fun, and I fully admit I would use the word silly, maybe even campy, way to tell these stories. Um, so it's fun, and you don't feel like you're in a classroom being lectured to.
0: Okay. And I love how you got um, Andre, the black nerd, to be the uh, host of the show.
1: Gift uh, gift from God. I mean, <laughs> I, I was excited that we got him, but after we worked together, as it, cheesy as it sounds, like I, I cannot imagine anyone else yeah. could have done it. I mean, he, he is so funny. He's got a great work ethic, he's the nicest guy ever, but, you know, a lot of people that do this kind of hosting work, they're really phony, and it's so hard to trust them, because they're always excited, they're always like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever, (laughs) but like, it's like, you've been doing this show for eight years, five days a week, there's no way every single thing on the show you've been excited about, just statistically (laughs) speaking. So. What I love about Andre is, you know, he's enthusiastic and he's got great energy. But, and that's what everybody always says about him. They're always like, Andre's got great energy. He's got great energy. And that's true. He does. But he's also got great taste. He's also Mm -hmm. very discernible. So he knows what's what. And there were a couple items that we wanted to film. And he was like, you know what? I get it. And I'll say what you want me to say. You hired me to be your host. But. And then what he suggested is better than what we had come up with. And that's what we ended up doing. Interesting. That is very unusual for this process. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. And can you tell me what those items maybe were?
1: I don't want to get in trouble with you because they'll be like, dude, now everybody's going to be mad at me. (laughs) So I have learned the hard way to say this as my response to that question. Um, You should ask Andre. For sure. I just don't want to get a text tomorrow morning. Oh, man. (laughs) Now so-and-so's mad at me. So, ask Conjure. I
0: sure will. So, what are some things from your childhood that are gone now that you that you miss?
1: Well, it doesn't just have to be my childhood because the number one thing I miss, and I refer it in every single email that I write, um, is BlackBerry. And, wow. yeah, you could argue BlackBerry still exists. No, they don't. Yeah. Like, I mean BlackBerry. When everybody in the restaurant had a BlackBerry— and I can write an 800-page book from the train, BlackBerry. So I miss that very much. Every email I send says, sent from an iPhone while I'm waiting for BlackBerry to get its act together. Awesome. Every email I've sent for probably four years. So that's how I feel about BlackBerry. So it's not just about childhood. Uh-huh. You know, like I said, one of the things we cover is Blockbuster. We actually cover Toys R Us, Good. which is childhood and adult. Um, you know, one of my favorite things we got into, I've always been so fascinated by the Humvee, the H1, you know, yeah, okay. the story of how it went to market, um, you know, a military machine becoming a civilian car. So that, so it's not all just childhood stuff.
0: Okay, what about any, like, clothing? Are you guys gonna have any clothing?
1: We don't have clothing in the pilot. Um, but there's definitely a lot of uh, clothings uh, and brands that uh, were, we're very close uh, to getting greenlit for, for this one. Oh, that'd be uh, epic. That we didn't do. We, I, listen, I probably could have made 100 episodes all at once. Yeah. We, we had so much <laughs> stuff. But we didn't get into food this time, unfortunately. Um, I wanted to do a whole thing on Zima. Uh, Which, again, I know is technically back, but it's not back.
0: Exactly. Um, Yeah, Zima, I think it was the first alcoholic beverage I had when I was 19, I think I was. And I had it maybe like 15 years ago when it was still around, and my God, it gave me such a sugar headache.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My uh, college roommate, uh, Bob, freshman year, I didn't really drink in high school. Yeah, me either. It was uh, kind of a shock to me. Um, we were, uh, somebody was going out to get alcohol, and they were like, hey, who wants what? And I was like, can I get a six-pack of Zima? And my roommate, Bob, goes, um, uh, imitating me, goes, um, yeah, can I get a six-pack of Zima so I can drink two and pass out? Uh, so that uh, that was definitely, uh, Zima was the bridge from soda to beer.
0: Exactly. I think, yep, exactly. It's there.
1: It God that I hate beer in freshman year of, school, of college. <laughs>
0: And so you are just given the the, uh, pilot episode, right? Right now you just have a pilot episode that's coming out?
1: A backdoor pilot. And the the best comp I can give you is um, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, which was also a backdoor pilot. So basically, if it does well, they'll order more. And if it doesn't do well, they won't.
0: Well, hopefully it does well. It's going to be on the CW, right?
1: That's correct. December 16th, 9.30 p.m.
0: And the reason why you didn't go with the uh, netflix route this time around
1: i don't even know i don't even remember if we took this to netflix um largely there there's a great executive at um the cw uh who i've known for a long time again i don't want to say his name because i've learned i used to give out people's <laughs> names to give them props <laughs> and then they asked me not to give their names because then they get phone calls and emails oh wow so we'll call him john doe So John Doe at the CW, me and him have been getting lunch once or twice a year for like the last three or four years. We have a lot in common and we sat down for lunch and he was like, hey man, I love Toys That Made Us. Do you have anything else like it? And I'm like, well, you know, I created a show that I took out about four years ago, if I'm being honest with you, and nobody bought it. I love it. It's one of my favorite ideas I've ever had do you want to see that it's all about discontinued things and he was like I'd love to see it so I sent him the tape by the way the tape was so old there is a section in the tape that said our predictions for what will be discontinued and all of those are already gone it was like Radio Shack Blackberry like it, it was like it was really fun that's how old the tape was but anyway he loved the tape showed it to his boss and everybody else and they love it Backdoor pilot. So that's, to be honest with you, I think when I took this out the first time, Netflix was not even making original programming. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure that's the case.
0: Yeah. Well, I am all in on this. I love discontinued things. When I told my co-host Gary about this, he was all for it. So I, I truly, truly hope you have another hit on your hands right here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. December 16th. 9.30 Nine thirty.
0: Sweet. I would definitely check in that. Hopefully everybody does well. And what can we expect from upcoming episodes of Toys That Made Us, real quick?
1: We're in the process, literally this week and next week, delivering season three. Uh, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yes. um, Power Rangers, My Little Pony, and Wrestling Toys.
0: I love it. And hopefully you get a season four. I would love to see some maybe pound puppies, thundercats, you know, the super <laughs> friend stuff. That'd be awesome.
1: Uh, it would indeed. Yeah, we actually have a huge announcement coming up pretty soon, um, mm-hmm. that uh, I, I think is everybody's going to be pretty happy and excited about. So um, probably in January-ish.
0: Awesome. Looking forward to that, man. All right. Thank well, thank you again for coming on. Thank you. Thank you
1: for your support and you know even caring what we have to talk about. Very appreciative of, of that, Do Of course, not man. Not taking for granted.
0: Of course, man. Appreciate all your time, and I am so looking forward to this.
1: Cool. Stay warm. I'm going to (laughs) try. All
0: right. All right, man. Take
1: care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. That's all, folks.